just moved in my new house today. Moving was hard, but I got squared away. Bell started ringing and changed right loud. I knew I'd moved in a haunted house. Still, I made up in my mind to stay. Seen something that give me the creep. Had one big eye and a two big feet. I stood right Hey, look what I found in the Monco Radio storage closet. Wow, it's a dusty box full of records. Cool! ACDC, Motley Crue, Kiss. This stuff is great. What's this one? It's heavy, like twice as heavy as the rest of them. Look, it says right here, scratched in the vinyl, Sammy Kerr. Sammy Kerr? He was big back in the 80s. My dad was a fan. I heard he was supposed to play here at Monco, but he was killed in a freaky fire or something. Let's listen to it. That's right, KISS Army. You wanted the best, you got the best. I'm Matt Porter, and we are broadcasting live on Montco Radio. It's October, which means Halloween. KISS Cruise, we'll talk Hall of Fame, we'll have some cool KISS fans in the studio, and creatures of the night, what music they make. Here in the KISS Room on Montco Radio.
That's right, Kiss Army. We're live. It's October 18th, if you're listening to this live. I'm glad so many of you tuned in. And I got this letter from fellow Kiss Army soldier Andrew Jacobs, who says, Today, October 18th, 2013, is my 20th anniversary of being a Kiss fan. And he shared this note with us, and I'm going to share it with you right now. He says, those of you, like me, who are old enough to remember when compact discs, a.k.a. CDs, were the most popular music format, are probably also old enough to remember CD mail order clubs when you got like 12 CDs for the price of a one. Well, being a music lover since the mid-1980s and never having near enough money to support my music habit, I was quite a fan of those clubs and would sign up for them multiple times and get lots and lots of CDs for literally pennies. On one of my CD mail order club signups, I decided to order Kiss's Double Platinum. I had been aware of Kiss since 1977 or 78 when some kids in my second grade class begged the teacher to let them play Destroyer during free time, uh, where I heard Kiss for the first time and can still vividly remember hearing Shout It Out Loud, but I had never purchased a Kiss album in my entire life. On Monday, October 18th of 1993, Double Platinum arrived in my mailbox. As soon as the opening drum beats of Strutter 78 kicked in, I was hooked for life. Since that day, Kiss has been my number one favorite hard rock band. Here's to the next 20 years and 20 years after that and 20 years after that. Andrew, thanks for sharing your story. That's what we're about here in the Kiss Room. We're all about Kiss and Kiss stories, Kiss fans, and Kiss Army. It's all dedicated to you.
Kiss Army. We're live. And we got some people in the studio here that I know you know. We got, of course, Chris G, the star child. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How you doing? Ow! And we got Chris and Calvin back again. Hi. Turn on your... Peace and love. Peace and love. (laughs) Chris Ann, how are you? I'm good. How you doing, Matt? Fantastic. Now, here we are. It's October. You're welcome. I'm glad you can come back. Obviously, it's quarter after three here on uh, Friday, October 18th. You can hear in the background we have some cool spooky sounds going on because, of course, we're thinking it's getting close to Halloween And we're going to talk about a lot of different things, including Halloween and KISS. Obviously, a good time for that. This week was the big announcement. KISS would be on the nomination list for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're going to see how we feel about that. Uh, Obviously, a lot of things going on with the KISS cruise coming up. We're going to talk to Superfan Andy in a little bit. Nine days away. Nine days away if you're listening to us live. Obviously, and I can tell by the numbers. Some people, eight. I'm going nine. Eight if you're you're going down early. Hey, it could be two if you live in Florida. You're already there. Exactly. But the uh, so a lot of things to talk about. I'm gonna let me just grab my notes here. I got a couple things I want to start off the show. Now, obviously, if you listen every month, you know Chris Giordano, you know Chris Ann. They've been here before. Um, one thing right at the top of the show, uh, I just want to say uh, a shout out to D Rock. We heard if you listen to the uh, Strange Ways podcast, we got the return of D Rock to the Strange Ways podcast, and we heard Jody and D-Rock talking, and uh, it's good to have them back on here. I think it's one of those things where, you know, through these podcasts, we get to kind of connect with everybody, and, you know, you get to kind of know what's going on, and obviously, if you listen to that podcast, you heard D-Rock had quite an adventure these last couple months. Shout out to him. Glad that he's back. It's good to see, uh, you know, him back on the podcast, Mike. Um, So that was something I just want to say right off the top of the show. Um, obviously, lots going on. I think uh, you know one of the things that that we saw this week. Obviously, uh, Kiss is in Tokyo or in Japan, and they were getting ready to be hit with like a hurricane, typhoon, or, typhoon or you know something like that. Now, Paul Paul became and uh, Paul's Mister Twitter now. He's on uh, every five minutes <laughs> posting pictures. It looks familiar, but you know <laughs> yeah, right. he was uh, posting that they're they're in Tokyo. In fact, today they're doing a bunch of uh, media and they're doing appearances and makeup. And I think he said that the concerts start tomorrow, and um, and the Kiss Cruise is coming up. So you know, see that's they're busy. One, that's one of the funny things when you think about it is that like I guess it's kind of the one of the hazards of being a rock star is. When the weather's like a typhoon's coming, you still got to go. You know, they showed those pictures of them on the 747, and there's Paul and Gene in the cockpit, and they're going to get ready to go. And then they're saying, well, it's the typhoon of like the last decade. And you go, hey, Japan, here we come. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yeah, but, you know, at least they're not sitting on the beach. They're actually in a, I'm sure they, they're they in a well-protected area, hopefully. <laughs> and, um, you know, but what was cool, though, about Paul and Gene being on Twitter is that it's like. You know, how many times have they been to Japan? They've been all over the world. And, like, it seems like they're still excited about doing it. You know, it's like, you know, like, Paul and Gene's, like, sitting up in the airplane. Like, it's the first time they were on one, you know. And it looks like they're having a good time, which is cool. You know, I, I kind of love the fact that they have really, like, Paul did just get on Facebook, apparently. He has an official Facebook. Facebook and Twitter, yeah. And then Twitter, just because the fact that, I mean, you get to kind of share in a lot of their stuff, and it's coming directly from them. I mean, that's the thing that I really like, and it's something that, obviously, you know, we, we talk about a lot. Uh, the uh, You know, if you were a Kiss fan in the 70s or if you were in the 80s and 90s, whatever, the fact that you have that connection to them, the fact that they could be in their hotel room, here's the little, you know, things that we found on our bed when we got to our room, and it's shaped like the kiss faces or something i love that 
I think that's cool, you know, and, and, and as somebody who posts a lot of pictures like you do, Chris, you can relate. But, I mean, that's the world we live in. I mean, you know, some people, they don't get it. They, it looks like, oh, you know, uh, this guy just loves himself or something. But it's it's really, it's, it's connecting with fans and friends. And, you know, for like somebody like me, it's like, you know, building a following. And, and for guys like Paul and Gene, it's just like, hey, you know, we're going to give you a taste of how we live. You know, we're going to open up uh, our world to you, which is really cool, you know. I love it. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I mean, it's funny because it's one of those things where you do get to feel like you're connected. That's one of the things we're going to talk about later in the show is uh, obviously October was always, I think, very, you know, Kiss got to be kind of really associated with Halloween. Uh, Paul in Halloween special, Kiss Meets the Fan in the Park. Obviously, they're kind of dressed up like Halloween every day of the year. And I think, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's something that in this October episode we're going to talk a lot about. But, uh, yeah, we have a lot of ground to cover. So I think, I mean, really, without going too much into it, first what I want to talk about is how's the Kiss tribute? Kissery, Kiss It. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. It's busy. Uh, tomorrow night I'm playing up in um – Right back where it all started with Kistory, uh, it's a trick shot in Clifton Park, New York, and tomorrow is basically my one-year anniversary with them. It's already been a year of Kistory, and um, and Kiss It's been booking some more shows. We're going to be playing in December, uh, right by Philly and, and Jersey, but you know more about that next month. But uh, no, the, both bands are getting uh, very busy, which I'm very happy about, and uh, it's it's a great thing. So that's fantastic. I mean, obviously, that one that you have coming up in December, like you said, maybe you can get Carlos to come in. Yeah, Carlos and, has got to uh, come down. Carlos uh, Espada, and uh, he has a lot of uh, information for, from Kiss and about Kiss. And he worked with Kiss um, a few years ago on one of the toy lines. Um, I think it was McFarlane. I could be wrong, but he had something to do. And he helped Paul with his Silvertone guitar line at the time, the promotion, and uh, a lot of the artwork. And, um, you know, Carlos has been around in the, in the tribute scene for a long time. So it would be good for him to come down. And, yeah, Friday the 13th of December, it's going to be, you know, Kiss Room Day and Kiss It's playing that night. So it'll be a busy day. Plus, you know, a lot of people, they'll be kicking out of work early to listen to the Kiss Room sitting around. I know there's a lot of people tuning in all over the planet right now. And then they can roll right down to your show. So it's uh, it'll, work, it'll work out perfect. But the uh, so we got the Kiss, Cruise, Kiss Cruise coming up. And like I said, we're going to talk to Superfan Andy right after our 3.30 break. And uh, what I want you to do, if you're listening now, I want you to get ready to go to your Facebook page. I'm going to post something on there, and I'll tell you where to find it. And uh, you're going to enter to win one of the super secret super fan andy um prize kits that they're doing for the uh, living in sin party that they're doing as a pre-party and uh, i'm going to tell you how you can win that somebody out there that's listening is going to win uh we're going to give away that eric carr autograph later in the show we have all the names printed out. we got hundreds of entries um it was probably you know of all the contests that i ever have done it was the biggest response that we ever got obviously it's something like that to to give away a piece of you know history like that Pretty incredible, and we really, you know, we got a lot of responses. And the, the neat thing was, you know, and I had done it very purposely, was you had to listen to the show and you had to know the secret words. So I'm thrilled that somebody will win it who is a listener of the show. I mean, that's really what it comes down to is if you're listening to the show now, you know, that makes you an ultimate Kiss fan because, you know, you want it all and you want the Kiss room. And uh, somebody's going to get it. Somebody's going to get that, and I'll mail it out right away unless, you know, unless somebody wins it's in here. And Chris Ann says to me, well, am I allowed to enter because I'm on the show? I said, sure. You know, you're a hardcore fan like everybody else. I had the same question from a couple people that are podcasters, and they say, well, 
you know, you're on our show and everything. Am I allowed to enter? I said, well, of course, because that's, you know, the people that are doing podcasts, people that are listening to podcasts. That's the hardcore fans. You know, that's the people. So you all got the same chance. So that's coming up, too. We're going to draw it at random. And I mean random because I got a Darth Vader helmet here. Filled with all your names. Print it yes, out. He does. I shake them Look at you can shake it. There you go. You can, can you hear they're it? ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, a lot of names of in there. So it's uh, it's fun because you know, you know, you look at it and you realize that oh, there are people, you know, all over the planet. And it really is, it's a Darth Vader helmet that I have <laughs> in my office. Uh, it's something that we have here. So what I want to do, obviously we got uh, Kiss in Japan this week, so we're going to play a track for you right now. It's from a Japanese Hachu, Hachu. <laughs> tribute that's going to be uh, something a little different, and we're going to get Superfan Andy on the phone. And not to a cycle. And you're in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet.
This is Super Fan Andy's Wicked Awesome Kiss Cruise Commentary. And we're splashing right in. Let me see if we got him on the line. Super Fan Andy, we got you? You sure did. Oh, yeah. Hey. Look at that. There he is. And we got the Kiss up, Cruise coming me. up. Am I ready? Okay, you're live. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. 12 months of uh, more of work, man. It's finally a week away. Yay! <laughs> so you're ready. Now, you're driving your truck right now. I know, like, Chris got in here right on the nick of time to start live. You're driving your truck. I appreciate you taking the time. But you're a week away from the vacation of the year, right? Well, yeah, it's about time. And finally, the stress is gone. I shipped out about six. I shipped out six big boxes yesterday. Down the holiday in to uh that's the only thing that we got a little bit to worry about. Make sure everything gets there and we're ready to rock and roll next Saturday. So now, over the last month and over the last, really the last year, you talked a lot about all kind of things that are happening at the Living in Sin pre-party. You're kicking off the weekend, really. It's Saturday night. Tell us, you got any other surprises for us? And, and have you revealed to all of your people that are coming what is in the super secret, super Andy prize pack kit? Uh, no, we haven't uh, released all the what's in the packet because... Uh, it seems that everybody, everybody gets everything too soon. It kind of kills the thing. But uh, we want to hide some of this stuff. And uh, we got some surprises still. We don't want to tell everybody. Everybody seems to like the excitement. But uh, I do have a couple things that we can finally uh, just spread out a little bit. As everybody knows that uh, we have the raffles, and each raffle ticket is a dollar. If anybody buys 25 of them in a row in one shot, doesn't matter how many times you do it, we don't care. We got something for you, but we're not going to give it away. We also uh, have another ticket for the base for the Gene Axe that it's another special ticket. If anybody buys five of those tickets at a shot, we got something else for you. And uh, it doesn't matter how many you buy. If you buy, you know, you just got to buy them in a row. It's 25 at a slot or five at a slot. And we got something special for you, but we don't want to give anything away with that either. And uh, we actually have, uh, I think it's seven or eight something else that uh, we got another thing coming up. But we don't want to give everything away because everybody seems to like the surprises. It's the head of Vinnie Vincent. <laughs> yeah, right. It's that Chris is pretty sure that you're giving away Vinnie Vincent's head. But, you know, hey, look. No. <laughs> no, no. Paul would be happy about that one. You, you, you can't knock the guy everything, man. The guy's hiding back twice. You can't knock yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> so, what do you expect? Creatures of night? Uh, revenge? Oh, no, I, I love him. I think Vinny's great. But but uh, I remember when uh, I'm, I'm thinking about back when, uh, when Kiss did their convention in 95. And Paul was like, he didn't even want to consider Vinny a member, you know, because uh, I guess there was bad blood. But no, I, yeah, I, but that was fine. I can't wait to see what the surprise is. Yeah, we got we got multiple surprises. Plus, uh, I uh, kind of revealed uh, yesterday that uh, I want to thank Jill. I can never pronounce her last name right. She's gonna kill me again. But uh, Jill went to the uh, the Nothing to Lose that she and Paul's in New Jersey, and uh, she surprised me at the Kiss Expo the following week. She gave uh, us Jeff and I Denise a book signed by Gene and Paul, and I turned around and took the book and had it signed by Lydia Lynn. And uh, Ken Sharp, and I had it made out to uh, ask Ken Sharp if he could make it out to LIS winner, you know. So we got something special planned for that. Plus, we got a couple other things, like I said. I don't want to give everything away. You know, people will be surprised. You know, we've been at this, man, really. You can ask. First, I'm going to give a shout-out to my partners in crime is uh, Denise and Jeff Hopkins. 
Uh, they might not say that much online and stuff, but they do a lot of work behind line with me, believe it or not. Romance, dude, man, I love you, dude. And I want to congratulate Denise. She's going to have her first grandchild sometime uh, next week. Hallelujah. Wow, All that's right. nice. New members of the KISS Army. Yep, yep. And um, definitely Jeff Hopkins, man. Like, you know, ever since we met, you know, he's on the West Coast up in Washington. I'm on the East Coast. It uh, came out a great uh, friendship that's happened, and all this has happened because the two of us put two noggins together, East Coast meets West Coast, and this is getting all crazy, you know? But uh, I also uh, got to give a couple of shout-outs. Uh, I got to give a shout-out to uh, Lydia Chris, who uh, just said, uh, hey, you know what? I'm going to come down there and help you out, guys, guys, guys out. I was like, really? She said, yep, I want in. So we, uh, we're really thrilled to have her down. She's really fun to be with. She's, she loves to hang around and tell stories. She's going to get a little Q&A. It's awesome. More than wicked awesome. <laughs> that is wicked awesome. In fact, I mean, that's really like what you just mentioned. I think that's the coolest thing about the Kiss Cruise, the idea that, you know, you can meet people like Jeff or Denise or you got John, who's your official, unofficial, official gene, you know, coming <laughs> yep. from all over the planet. You know, getting together for this Kiss Cruise. I mean, it's funny. It's something we're going to talk about is, like, it, I would like to actually see them do things like this, but maybe not even, like, a cruise. Like, because, like, uh, you know, maybe do, like, a Kiss Castle. We could go all go stay in a castle. I'm not big on flying. I'm not even big on cruising. But, you know, hey, look, I like to meet Kiss fans. So, it's like, you know what? You know, but then again, I can't get out of the house. Unless the party's in my garage, we probably, you're not going to see me. But the, uh, you know, so you're ready to rock. Now, I wonder, you got all your stuff shipping out. But do you have one extra Living in Sin pack that we could give away? Oh, of course we do. So here's how I'm going to give this away. Ready? If you are listening right now, and I know you are, because if you're listening, you're on your computer or something or whatever, go to the Kiss Room on Facebook. The top post is pinned up there. It says, you know, it's got the living in sin picture. It's got my note about that. You got to tune in. You got to be here. Blah, 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 blah. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give it away to whoever can answer this trivia question. And this is simple. Okay. Now the song living in sin, that's what we're talking about. We got Gene Simmons. Here's what you got to do. And you got to comment under the picture, okay? Don't just comment on the page. I'm serious about this this time. And, Chris, you're laughing at me because last time we did it was a disaster. <laughs> but the what I'm going to do Let's here, get this clear. <laughs> so here's the question. Ready? If you're listening. Audience participation. Audience <laughs> participation. Ready? Yeah. You got to go to the Facebook page, the kissroom.com Facebook. I got over 1,000 of you in there. Here's the question. On the song Living in Sin, Gene Simmons talks to his famous girlfriend at the time. It's easy. Who is it? Okay. You got to name her and whoever posted there first, it'll show up. We're going to know. Okay. So who was his famous girlfriend at the time you hear her singing? She's on the phone with Gene in the song living in sin from Gene's 1978 solo album. Okay. So the, uh, you know, you got a quick, uh, you got to know. And Javier says, can you give me a shout out? Javier Booster? Booster. How do you say it? I, I can't, I, you know, I can How you doing, it. Javier? Give him a proper shout-out as Paul Stanley. How you doing, Javier? Woo! Rock and roll in the kiss room! <laughs> so he says, could we give you a shout-out? Hey, we just did. Okay, is there any way you could give a quick shout-out to my 10-year-old son, Damien? So, Damien, we're glad you're listening. He's been brought up a Kiss fan, and he would be stoked to be a small part of the show. He is in school right now. Oh, Damien. But he's looking forward to hearing your show after he gets home, and he will. And so hello you know, to Damien! 
How are you? Team. Does anybody out there know the answer to the question? Maybe people don't know. But because I know I'm looking at how many people are tuned in. We got a lot of you tuned in. Although maybe you're at work, your your company blocks Facebook. I've heard that. People say, Well, Matt, I can't really interact with you because you're on Facebook. So uh, you know, uh, you know, hey, that's cool too. But the because uh, I mean I can see how many people are listening. There's a ton of people tuned in. But the, nobody's answered the question yet. But, hey, we'll keep waiting. So anything else that you got coming up that you want to talk about? This is probably our last time talking before the Living in Sin party. What else is on your mind? Well, I'm uh, going to give a shout-out to uh, Mr. Andy, DJ Noise, who's going to be a DJ for a second year in a row. The, kid's, the guy's phenomenal, man. Unbelievable. He, uh, he volunteered his time, just like uh, John. Everybody's volunteering time. And, uh, you know, it, uh, everybody should know by now, you know, we're doing some breast cancer research, which uh, they give uh, 91% of the money donated. It goes right into the charities, and it's spread all around. It's not just like one state. It's all around. So we did our research pretty good. Uh, I'm also going to give a couple shout-outs to uh, uh, Keith from Kiss Online. sent us some stuff. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Christine. who does uh, mini golf. She sent something special out. I don't know what it is yet. She sent it down. Uh, there's so many people. Actually, I have to thank a lot of the fans, too, that are going down. Because last year when we did this, it was the first time that we, not just, it, it wasn't the first time about a party down here, get people get here. It was the first time for a charity thing. And we didn't know how well it was going to go off. And last year it just went so good. And we said, well, the people are so good and everybody loved it so much, so we wanted to do it again. So if it wasn't for people who wanted to come down early and do this, this wouldn't happen, you know? And a lot of the people are actually, uh, you know, people, some people got like kiss extra goodies, you know, they're donating, you know, they got a triple or quadruple, you know, kiss fans, we see something on the shelf, we got to have it. It doesn't matter if we have it again, we got to buy it again. So people are donating uh, stuff, they're bringing them down, they're going to give them to us, and uh, we're going to pull out, it should be a good time, you know? That sounds fantastic. And I, mean, I really want to thank you for calling in every month. I think people are so excited. I mean, obviously, there's so many. The pre-parties themselves seem like such I a blast. I can't wait. My first cruise, I cannot wait. Chris is going to keep Nine us updated. Nine days or eight days, depending on where and when you're going. And I'm staying home <laughs> and pouting. Yeah, all I can say, Chris, is get a lot of sleep this week because next week you ain't gonna get any. I'm I know, to- man. I'm ready. I, I gotta get my shit. To- oh, I'm sorry. I gotta get my crap together. See, so, yeah, we don't. We don't curse. I didn't say anything bad. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get my crap together so I can get there and be ready. Yeah. Also, I gotta give a shout out to Tina Malloy, who basically, uh, if a lot of people might know, is a lot actually is way more than know that we thought we we're gonna go, but. Uh, she uh, decided, hey, let's have a pub crawl when we get to Key West, like a Kiss Navy pub crawl. And I said, hey, that's kind of cool. Let's take it a little further. So I had made little special packs. They were pub crawl packs. And uh, actually, I made up a shirt and uh, a bunch of, I think, uh, like, there were like 75 shirts or so. And, you know, so basically, uh, any, it's a free open thing. Anybody can go on a cruise. It doesn't cost you anything. Basically, people are going to meet in the Bliss Room on the seventh floor. On uh, October uh, 29th, which is the Tuesday morning, we all meet up. Uh, we're going to give out give out the shirts and the rest of the packs that people don't come to Living in Sin because uh, we're, we're giving out the shirts, uh, the Living in Sin shirts, the, the Living in Sin packs, the pub crawl packs, the uh, pub shirts. We're giving them out the Living in Sin party. If people can't make it, we're meeting everybody at the uh, room, like I said, at 9 a.m. in the morning on Tuesday to 20. 29th, and then uh, basically we're going to march down to uh, the uh, the spot, you know, the 90 miles to Cuba spot, and then we're going to go by Hemingway's house, and then we're going to hit like seven bars. And the <laughs> bars know we're coming, and they know we're Kiss fans, and uh, 
you get the hard rock down there, says, hey, dude, we're coming. We'll play Kiss Dunes for you. We'll play Kiss videos for you. They know we're coming. So this is going to be the biggest, that I know a fact, it's going to be the biggest Kiss fan pub call ever <laughs> in the forest, too, I would imagine. So... I wonder if Gene should market, you know, they marketed everything. Could, he, could they maybe market, a, you know, liver or something to clean your liver? Because that's going to be a lot of drinking, man. I'm telling you, I can just imagine that. Well, I always <laughs> said if you always tell me, Andy, man, Gene is probably going to talk to you. <laughs> hey, you know, why not? You figure it's it's the kind of thing where, I mean, obviously that's the best part. You got Kiss fans from all over the nation now. Guess what? We got a lot of people. All of a sudden the, the answers are pouring in. We, I see one from Javier. I see one from Eric Totterock's car. I see one from Diana Haywood. I see Jim Z, my pal from up in Pennsburg. But the winner of the Super Fan, Super Fan Andy, Super Secret Surprise Pack is Darren Geppetto Morash. Now, Darren answered Cher. Obviously, that was the answer. Uh, that's Gene's very famous girlfriend at the time who says, Oh my gosh, is this Gene Simmons? Hello, baby. Right? So, now and Darren would be a winner, winner, she chicken dinner. Now, Ow! Now, the one thing. You would know Darren if you see online. He posts pictures of the Darionettes, and he makes these marionettes. But there, his name's Darren, and obviously, I think Geppetto. I wonder if that's his, now. You got to answer, Darren. Is that your real name, or is that a Pinocchio reference? Bringing these little things to life because they are cool. And you know, so that's that's so. There's our winner, winner chicken dinner. You heard it shouted out by Chris, the Star Child himself. Andy, we're going to go into a break. Any last-minute things you want to say? I got a question for Andy. Oh, Andy, go. are you doing the picture uh, makeup or non-makeup? Uh, well, my, my toilet cabin makes men the vote was put it in makeup, and that's the way it should be. Uh, I have no offense to people who, do, who don't want it with makeup on, but come on, really? Uh, after all these years, people complained that they took the makeup off. Now they put it back on. Now people want pictures without makeup? Uh, no offense, but... Hey, we pay a lot of money to go see these guys on this cruise. Make them work for the money. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, nice. thinking, we're thinking I, I makeup. Be, I want to be on the beach, too. You know, I want to be at the beach on Star K, man. I don't want to be on the ship taking your photos with them for two seconds. That's, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it all right. I don't care. I'm just here to have fun with everybody. I want to meet a lot of people, take a lot of pictures of people, videos. I just want to have fun. That's all it's about. Because these things are not going to last forever. Everybody says, oh, they might be a KK4, they might be a 5. How do you know? They might decide to retire, they might decide to take a break. Who knows, man? Enjoy it while it lasts. True. Yeah, that's that's the truth. I mean, at some point, there's only so many laps around the track, and uh, you know, I think at some point you got to have as much fun as you can, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And obviously, we want to thank Superfan Andy for calling in. We're going to talk to you again. We'll find out on your Kiss Cruise wrap up. We're going to play a little something for all Kiss fans out there because you know that the Kiss Cruise coming up. It is all right.
Yeah, we're back here in the Kiss Room. I mean, that was cool. We're talking to super fan Andy. Obviously, uh, we're going to give a shout out again to. Um, um, let's see, I got his name right up there. Darren. Right? <laughs> Darren? Yeah. I, I moved the post. Ready? Yes, I moved the post. Hello. Darren Geppetto Marash. And he says, people started calling me Geppetto and Puppet Master, so I grabbed the name Geppetto as a middle name. Um, obviously, if you haven't seen his stuff, um, he's got some pictures. If you go in the Kiss Room Facebook, you're going to see some po- some pictures. He just posted a shot of him with the band, and he, they're holding the uh, these like puppets. I mean, they're, they're awesome. I mean, they look really cool. The one that I saw he posted the other day, they actually had... Um, you know, the, the bandit makeup, a Paul with the bandit makeup. Oh, it was wow. kick ass. I mean, it's really, can we say kick ass? There's a live human being over here. So it's, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> I said much worse. <laughs> the, uh, one of the things that we're talking about, let me get my notes here so I make sure I get these dates right because I know you all know. Um, since we're here in October, I mean, October really has been linked to Kiss in so many ways. And I mean, obviously, one of the things I did a little bit of uh, searching before we came on the air was how many albums that Kiss has actually released in October. September and October. September both, and October uh, yeah. are huge. Now, we talked about some of the September ones last month, but even just in October, Hotter Than Hell, Alive 2, Alive One, Creatures two, no? of the Night. I think, I don't, I think, I thought it was October November. 10th for Live 1. But the um, Creatures of the Night, Hot in the Shade, Hmm. Carnival of Souls, Sonic Boom. And think about this. A year ago, we had Monster had just come out. Yeah. And so obviously it's one of those things where, and even now... We're, I'm going to make you repeat this story, but October 31st, 2006, oh my, was yeah. the Kissology, Kissology Volume One had come out, and it was in uh, you know obviously New York City, New York City. Now it's funny because one of the things that I always think about is like I link that in a lot of ways to a friend of mine was actually um, up there videotaping, and I'm going to post this video as we get closer to Halloween. But my friend Carl, who's uh, obviously he's no longer with us, and you know. Send a shout out to him, but the uh, he was up there and he was he was a big fan of the New York City Halloween Parade, loved it. And he would go every year and he would get all this footage of the, the Halloween Parade. And there's a bunch of stuff if you go to YouTube.com/slash Carl's Eye, and uh, he he loved the Halloween Parade. So we he would record that. Well, the funny thing was. He was going up that night. No, it's Halloween. Look, I can't get out of the house. I got little kids. You know, you got to stay home on Halloween, and. Uh, so he got some footage, just some amazing footage, because he knew, like, he would get pretty obsessed. He knew that if he was going and Kiss was there, he had to bring me back the goods. And if you look at the video, you'll see that it's actually up on, uh, I'll put it on the uh, the Kiss room as we get closer, but I'm just going to tell a quick story about that. Was So he comes back with all this footage, and he was big with his Steadicam. He loved using the Steadicam, and he would get these shots. They're gliding through and everything, and he's got all this great footage of Kiss, and I'm editing it. And I say to him, look, I'm going to edit it to Creatures of the Night. And he's like, ah, oh, man, I don't want you to edit it to that. I want you to edit it to New York City's a disco town, and you should put some kind of funkier music. He, we didn't always agree on music. And I said, no, no, we're going to do a Kiss version of that. I'm going to, you know, I'll show all the other footage, all this other, you know, people doing their thing, you know, with all the costumes. It's New York City. It's like the biggest Halloween parade on the planet, I, I think. And if you search, you know, Greenwich Village or Village Halloween Parade, you'll see all that stuff. Well, anyway, I remember this like like it was yesterday. I'm in the room editing, and I'm there editing away, and he's getting more and more mad that I'm editing it to Kiss. And he can't believe, it. and he finally he's all he goes in the other room, and he falls asleep on the floor, and I'm editing. And I come up with this. What I thought was, I love the video. It came out really good, and he was so pissed that you know here I was using 
Kiss music, all this Kiss music. Well, we finished it and I uploaded it, and the next day it was on the front page of Kiss Online. This is so it would oh, have wow. been like November, yeah, about like somewhere in November, you know, of uh, 2006. And so overnight, it's all of a sudden got it like thousands of views because obviously it's Kiss Online. All the fans, everybody's going there. He's like, "Oh man, that was a great idea using that Kiss music." Yes, it was. So <laughs> it was just really something Makes at the sense, time. Makes sense, absolutely. You know? and, and I really like it. It's something that I link very much to that time because, uh, you know, anytime I, I'm working on those videos, you know, it makes me think about that. But, uh, you know, shout out to him. I miss you, brother. But, the uh, you know, it's just it's a funny story that makes me uh, makes me think of him every time. I never got to see that. the parade because I was stuck uh, in the line to do the signing it for the Kissology. And uh, I saw... Paul and Gene earlier in the day doing all the MTV appearance. They were standing on a float outside MTV, and I was singing to Paul, and you know Paul was giving me a thumbs up, and it was I, you know, I was just stuck pre- pretty much right there in Times Square. I couldn't get down to the parade if, uh, unless I wanted to lose my spot, you know. So it was worth. It was a long day. I was in I was in makeup all day in platforms all day. I I I had um, I had I think I had a friend of mine waiting in waiting in line for me and i actually went in the store and just like sat down and like took like a cat nap <laughs> you know see that's a problem a lot of time you know i'm in my paul stanley makeup <laughs> with my boots up and, and like sleeping for like 10 15 minutes at a time but now and i know i've made you tell this story a couple times but i know when you got up to the line you have an excellent picture of yourself in the full outfit and the makeup yeah. with gene and paul it's phenomenal and ed and, and my and my our good friend ed universal he was there dressed like gene and uh don't uh, 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 another mutual friend made a, a picture and basically unfortunately ed got cut out of that picture <laughs> and it was basically me like in the middle of paul and gene it was like it was like the holy trinity right there it was like i was like i'm, I'm like down in, in, in below in the middle of like paul and gene who are above me at the podium and i'm kind of like pointing back towards paul and and uh, paul's giving me the thumbs up and gene's got the tongue out and, and it's like the greatest picture ever, you know, but unfortunately Ed got cut out of it and he never lets me forget it. Like, where's the full picture? <laughs> well, shout out to Ed anyway. Hey, yeah. look, you didn't get in the picture, but you know, you got to be, we just mentioned you on the kiss room and you know, Absolutely. he actually told me now there is an episode of Gene Simmons family jewels. We were on that. that yeah. You're on that. We hey, were at, yeah, we were, the whole group of us. I, I think even Andrew, uh, Andrew Skimbody from Mr. Speed, I think he's in it too. It was, uh, Randy was in it. It was, a, it was a bunch of us in makeup and just, you know, they, they made us sign waivers and we all pointed at the camera and uh, I don't know if we just said kiss or something, but it, it wound up on Family Jewels. Which, I mean, it's funny because even that episode, you know, they have that whole thing like, you know, he's walking around on his cell phone. He's all worried about this and that and the other. I have to be on TV I have to be on TV. five minutes or yeah, 15 minutes. But it's Where's great Where's my costume? So obviously that's something I think about a lot. Obviously that, uh, you know, thinking back on that was a lot of fun in uh, 2006. And I'll yeah. post that. I'll put it in a blog. You know, if you check my blog every week, I try, I try and put in things that are going on. I mean, obviously the other thing, if you notice, if you read the blog on the kissroom.com on a regular basis, you're going to see um, a lot of uh, references to the other things that are going on. You know, some of the other podcasts. I try and mention everybody, especially if it's something new. Um, if you if you read the blogs this week, there was a new podcast called Pods and Sods, which is hosted by Craig Smith and Eric Miller. Now, if you listen to a lot of the podcasts, you've heard Craig Smith before. He was on History Science Theater. Um, the funny thing, he's a local guy down here near, you know, my area. He talks about the cell block and everybody down here. I thought it was cool on their podcast. Episode one 
was all dedicated to Kiss and their love of Kiss. And I mean, they're talking about, you know, we talk about all the time that show at the track. We talk about seeing Ace at the cell block, all that kind of stuff. Check out episode one. They talk all about Kiss. Now, they're not just Kiss. The second episode, I think, was the Beatles, uh, which I didn't listen to yet. I listened to the Kiss one. Sorry, guys, I didn't listen to the second episode yet. But the, uh, you know, check that out. I mean, obviously, one of the other things that, um, you know, I had put a blog up this week, I got a message from the guys in Dress to Chill, which the um, which are from Australia. And um, Reese Lett is the guitar player. Matt Bradshaw on the lead vocal. And on the new... Um, the world, a world with heroes. It's uh, Mitch Lafon. Obviously, all, all of you that are listening, you know Mitch from the three sides of the coin. Those guys are super popular. They put something out every week. Everybody loves them, except for the Sphinx. Maybe he's not a big fan. But the uh, other than that, you know, it's it's you know about this. It's the tribute. But they put their CD. That's now available on iTunes. And there's a link in the blog for their tribute album. Okay, now the guys from Dress to Chill did a version of tomorrow and it's on it's acoustic and these guys are fantastic but if you look at my blog you're going to see a video from them there's links to their page there's all kind of things on there that you can check out so I mean, check those things out pods and sods is cool check out this uh dress to chill obviously there's links to a lot of the podcasts a lot of time it's you know the people that i listen to i try and you know spread the word get everybody to know what's going on so as we head into our 4 o'clock break, I know a lot of you like to cut the show right around the 4 o'clock so you can put one on one CD and one on the other. It's like a two-CD set if you're making still discs. Here's your time to cut it. Here's also a time to enjoy a little bit of Dress to Chill tomorrow in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio tomorrow. where music and minds meet.
That's right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best. You got the best. We're here for hour number two. And we have another special guest in the room, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. We have Mike Whistler. Mike, talking to that one right there. Hey, Matt. Now, Mike, let me see what microphone I have you on. Let's see. Okay, good. You're on guest number two. Good. Mm -hmm. Now, what I want to talk about is we're going to fade this down here for a second. Okay. Now, the reason why I brought Mike in here, Mike is going to draw the name of the winner in our Eric Carr autograph contest. And the reason why I brought Mike in here is because he works here at the college. He's my friend. But he also doesn't really care about getting this autograph because, like, Chris Ann entered, and she says to me, well, what if I pull it out and I win? And I'm like, well, I don't, we won't let that happen because you, you got the same chance as everybody else. But Mike says to me, well, look, I'll pull it. But really, before we do that, I want to tell kind of a funny story because um, we have a funny story that we like to remember here. We're talking about Halloween. We're talking about October. We're talking about things about Kiss. So obviously, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park is something that we're going to think about. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But here's the funny story. Now, you may have heard me tell this. Uh, I remember telling this story on the first ever, uh, my first appearance on the podcast was me talking about this story and the funny thing was in um a couple years ago anthony zerby was actually here it was april 23rd 2004 and those of you that are listening obviously if you're listening to this podcast you know anthony zerby is the phantom of the park so anthony zerby was coming here to do a piece called behind the broken words with roscoe lee brown now these guys they're coming in there they're gonna do the serious craft of acting and talk a little bit about that event Oh, I was thrilled to bring students to it because we had Roscoe Lee Brown and we had Anthony Zerby produce it, reading uh, poetry by Lawrence Ferlinghetti and poetry by Robert Browning and E.E. E. Cummings. It was a phenomenal evening of the spoken word. Anthony Zerby is one of the premier actors of the stage, and I was thrilled to welcome him to the campus here and have him work with our students. So here's the funny thing, and I remember this very clearly, was we were back in the PE building at the time, not here in this brand new uh, advanced technology center, which wasn't even built yet. And of course, the, the postcard comes in the mail, mm -hmm. and I'm thrilled. I know Anthony Zerby is coming. <laughs> and, and I remember at the time you saying to me, you know, you're always supportive of these events, but why are you interested in this one? And I said, that's the Phantom of the Park. And you're like, What's the Phantom of the Park? So the funny thing was, I was really thrilled the fact that he was coming in to, uh, you know, to talk to these students. So the funny thing is that day, and I'll tell you this story. I mean, if you've heard the story, you can dial out. But if not, come back in 30 seconds. But the uh, So anyway, you know, the students got up, and you had them prepared. They were going to do all sure. their little uh, you know, spots and get up there and show their craft and be you know, impressive for this guy. And they did a workshop. Talk about that. You had a workshop set up where he would work directly with our drama club. Yeah, exactly. We had done a, a series of short plays and, uh, by Joyce Carol Oates and by Edward Elby. And uh, Anthony Zerby, incredibly generous. He spent the entire afternoon working with the students. It was fantastic. I mean, they can't get text work like that from most actors. And this man knows the word. So he went right to it with them and spent three hours, I think, with them analyzing these texts. He came in. Now, here, I'll tell you exactly. He came walking in. I'm already sitting down. I'm excited about this. And, yes, I had my poster ready to be autographed. And he comes in. Now, he sat almost right behind me now. These kids, look, they're not even born in 1978. When this movie came out, they're not even born. So, like, I'm not sure they really cared as much about medium as I did. So, anyway, now, look, I know the geek code. You can't pounce right away for your autograph. you got to wait a couple seconds. Don't scare him. He's here. He's working professionally. I'm going to kind of wait. So, I wait. 
And then you and Tim were ribbing me quite a bit. Did you get your autograph? Did you get your autograph? And I said, well, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And I go up, and I'll tell you this. I'll have to clean this up for radio. But uh, I say to him, look, you know, I hate to bother you. I know you're here to teach these kids uh, about uh, acting. Could you sign this poster for me? And he looks at the poster, and he puts his hand on my shoulder, and he says, you should be so ashamed of yourself. This was the worst piece of bleep ever, <laughs> ever made. And wow. starts cracking up, and he's laughing. And now all these kids that a second ago were kind of wondering who he is, now they're all coming over. Why is he having such a good conversation with me? And he did st- spend some time talking to us about the you know making the movie, and he says, you know, they gave him a preview of it. They went to a theater and actually watched it as a preview. And he said to me, he goes, I said to them, you're not really going to put this on TV. This is terrible. And then, you know, so it's just, it was really funny. And it was actually really nice to meet him. He did sign my poster. It was very nice. And the funny thing was the, uh, he was doing his, his workshop then with them, and, and he's going through all these things. It was very impressive, and it was, I thought it was very exciting to see it. And one of your students asked him, so what happens if you get a character that you don't like? You know, and he says, I have played the worst people you can imagine. You know, the worst people that you can think of. I've played, you know, and he's like killers and murderers. And, and he says, and he looks right at me, even the character that you like. And he points right at me, and I say, Abner Devereaux, very proudly. And he says, Abner Devereaux, Abner Devereaux. Now, that sounds like the kind of guy you could take home to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then he looks at me like, you're crazy. <laughs> well, of course I am. That's why I want your autograph. So it was, uh, it was really fun. It was fun. It was something I think about a lot, and we, uh, you know, we think about that. Now, here's the other part of the story. So after they had now met him, a lot of these young students were very curious, what was Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park? Now that clearly I was so excited about it, they want to find out. So I gave them a copy of Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park to watch. Now, they're watching it over in room 201, which if you don't know Montgomery County Community College, you don't, doesn't make any sense. But I walk in, and Mike and his students are fast-forwarding through the kiss parts. And I say, what are you doing? And he says, well, we just, we, we've had enough of this movie. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's the opposite for most of the kiss fans. We, we fast-forward the kiss. <laughs> right? So it was, just, it was really funny. It was just one of those things where the... Uh, you know, we really had a good time with it, and I think I think back on that very fondly. And uh, it was something that uh, when he goes, you, know, "You kiss will be my instrument." My instrument. That's kiss. when they come in. You know, that's what that's the part I always fast forward to. But the uh, it's funny because it's one of those things where now it, you remember back that he was really impressive, and he did spend a lot of time that's with great, our students. Actually. And uh, yeah. you know, it's very funny the, uh, that. I think when you saw those young people really learning from someone like that with the kind of film career that he's had stage. And even that's the thing that was a Friday and the next day he would be here for that spoken word piece Mm -hmm. with Roscoe. So they're doing very, you know, high kind of very theater. And, you know, here I am bugging about kiss meets the fan of the park. But uh, it was great fun. So I think about <laughs> he that He was a lot. trying to forget it until you reminded He's, him. <laughs> yeah, right. He was trying to forget it. But the, uh, so what we're going to do, I brought Mike in here to share his stories about that, but also to draw a winner, winner, mm-hmm. right now. So in the Darth Vader helmet okay. are all of your names. Now, I shake them up again. It's right. a Darth Vader helmet. Now, I, I have to repeat here that I, I've been brought in because I'm completely impartial. <laughs> Mike I, couldn't care less. I <laughs> couldn't care less about KISS. I, I really don't know any of this music. I, I'm not a member of the KISS army. 
Now, now Neither funny, under duress the funny nor thing under is, conscription. Right outside the, the door of Mike's office is a speaker uh, that plays Monco Radio. And uh, he does have a remote that can he can turn it down. Right. And, uh, you know, we have that conversation a lot. But And the, each uh, morning I come in, and what do I do? I turn it down, and I put on my Tchaikovsky, and I put on my Beethoven, and I do my work until till 9 o'clock when I turn Monco Radio back up. <laughs> and he says, I will destroy you and kill <laughs> you. All of you. <laughs> All right, so without further ado, All right. here we go. We're going to pick luck, a winner. Everybody. All right, here we go. Good luck. Right. Ready? We're going to pull it out. He's going into all. Oh, look at that. There's hundreds of entries. You can hear now them. Now they're really mixed up. Okay, I've got here one we in go. my hand Ready? now. He's got one go. in his hand. This is the moment and now you've got to give it to moment Chris. Oh, because what? he's... Well, you, okay, you can read it, but oh, you've got to say your line. I've got to say my ready? thing. So, okay, yeah. ready? Yeah. Who is it? Don't read their address, obviously, but... All right, okay. Kelly Kierce. Kelly Kierce. K E A. R S E Kelly Kears. You are the winner, winner, chicken dinner, Kelly Kears. Woo! Oh, hey! So, congratulations, Kelly. You know, it's funny because, uh, you know, just to give you the history, you know, we were talking about giving that away. Um, there really know, are names on the, these uh, names. <laughs> See, that's the thing there. I printed them all out. Now, the funny this is thing legit, is, people. It's legit. You can see it. Now, see, again, that's why I brought Mike in. He's going to see it. He can tell it. Now, here's David Snowden when he was here and he gave us that. He told us how he got that autograph. I'm just going to, you know, play that for when you. I was doing the Kiss Force with Keith LaRue. We used to run a lot of different ads for people to join the fan club. And one of the things we decided to do was when Kiss came out with Kiss Asylum, we took a full-page ad out in Faces Magazine, which was a really big magazine in the 80s that covered a lot of Kiss. And uh, there's a little piece that I wrote on there that I don't know if Matt wants to read that real quick or not. But basically, it's, it's us saying how we're going to be fans for life. When we saw the band, I think it was, we might have been up in Worcester, where um, actually the Kiss Force was legally based. Uh, that was Keith's hometown, and uh, we went backstage at one of the shows, and we took the magazine, and when I opened it up and I showed it to Eric Carr, he immediately grabbed a silver pen and he wrote, Hey, Kissers, I'm impressed, and signed his name on it. And I framed that ad, and that's what Matt's going to give away. It's in a nice frame, and uh, it is an original Eric Carr signature on there. And there you have it. We just gave it away. So Kelly Kears, hopefully we're saying that right, in Knoxville, Tennessee, you are the winner. Um, you know, we, we gave away the uh, super fan Andy Pack earlier. People really do win in the Kiss Room. It's exciting. So uh, what we're going to do now, we're going to play another Kiss song. We just gave away an Eric Carr autograph. We're going to play a song that would have featured, would feature Eric Carr right here in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio where Music and Minds Meet. <laughs>
That's right, Kiss Army. And you're back in the Kiss Room on Monaco Radio, where music and minds meet. Um, I'm glad everybody's tuning in, and I'm so so thrilled that people are commenting so much. Joe Sambelli says, great show. Daniel Diaz, good evening from Madrid. So we got people listening in Spain. Candy's listening up in Canada. You know, keep posting. It's nice we can connect you with you while we're live. Uh, I did get a message saying, where was Snow Fright? You advertised she was going to be on this week. Not here today, but you know what? You can hear her every week. She's on AquanetRadio.com, 4 to 6 p.m. On Saturdays, they do She's a show. She's waiting for the snow. The snow fright, which, you know, you never know. They do a show called Saturday Nightmares, and obviously Halloween time, you know, we're thinking about that kind of thing. They, they talk, um, obviously, music. They do interviews. They do stories. They do all things related to horror. It is uh, Tara, who is known as Snow Fright on the show, and uh, her friend Sean Fox is the co-host. They do that show, Saturday Nightmares, Aquanet Radio, 4 to 6 Eastern Standard Time here on the East Coast on Saturday nights. You can check them out. Like I said, go to my uh, links page. If you go to thekissroom.com, links to a lot of the really uh, the podcasts, uh, radio shows, things that I try and uh, you know hook everybody up, make sure you know what's going on. Obviously, if you're in the Kiss Room, you're a diehard fan like us. And I say that because if you're listening, you know you're a diehard. Don't feel left out because I just mentioned you. So, uh, you know, it's cool. It's the kind of thing where obviously, uh, you know, we talk a lot about that um, one of the things that we we're talking about if you if you listen to uh, the podcast we did a podcast and a crossover with the rock and or rollover podcast BJ Kahuna obviously Ken Mills um, there was we did this what would be the great lost kiss album of 1978 there's a link to that and it really made me think of a lot of things one of the things that we mentioned in that somebody said something like well you know when when kiss was suddenly showing up on things like solid gold or different shows like that, that they were maybe, you know, they're thinking, why is Kiss on solid gold and things like that? And a lot of it, as we're thinking about these, you know, the history and 40 years and this and that and the other. Now, at the time, so that's probably, you know, I'm probably 10, 12, something like that, you know, when they're starting to hit things like that. In my mind, it was never, and of course, look, it's always been about Kiss for me. It was never that... Kiss was lowering their standards is that they were bringing up the standards of all these other shows. You know, when Kiss shows up on Solid Gold, it meant, hey, Solid Gold was kind of cool. Although, Yeah, and they were trying to get a different audience, too. I, I mean, they don't want to go to the same places. And when you think about it, Solid Gold, look, you got to go back in time because at the time, you know, you didn't have MTV and all this stuff. And Solid Gold, first of all, think about this. If you were like 10 or 12 at the time. Solid Gold was about as close as you could get to watching porn without getting in trouble. Because like those solid girls, gold dancers, you know, they yeah. were, and there was no Solid Gold dude. It was all it was all girls, right? And they it was, were in uh, the, it was Solid Gold hot pants. They were in spandex and shorts, <laughs> and they're rolling around. Story about this a couple months ago, and somebody's page your page Chris's page it could, solid gold yeah I don't think so I mean you figure they, were, they were on there and it was the, the funny thing you know you figure I don't I don't care what you know if they were playing Abba or whatever it didn't matter to me those girls were rolling around like you know when you were a couple years older you would have had to give them a dollar that was you know solid gold was great but the you know it's like and a lot of that stuff it's funny because you know people talk about songs that remind them of a certain era you know all those songs from that part of the you know like the early 80s things like that there are songs that to me if I hear them now I think of the 80s, whereas Kiss, I associate it really with, 
you know, for all time because I listened to it. I never listened to it at a certain period of time. But when you listen to something like that, where you know it was definitely it was 1980 or whatever, because the year was you know yeah. something was coming on, and you know, so like they were doing the Elder promo. I don't associate necessarily the Elder with 1981 because I listened to it forever. You know, it's one of those yeah. things. But the uh, you know, it's it's just funny the way that that kind of works out. You know, and a lot of it's you know when you think about the TV appearances that Kiss has made, and we're going to kind of talk about that because obviously we're talking Halloween, but when you really think about it, there weren't that many avenues. I mean, you know, you think about where was Kiss on, there wasn't really a lot of places from the go. Kids are people too, Fridays, you know, but it was all, it was all, you know, back then it was like before cable, it was all basic TV pretty much. Yeah, and you think about something cool like the Midnight Special, and you go, okay, that was great, but then something like that, like Fridays, you know, they, you know, wasn't really that popular show necessarily. I remember staying up for that. And then, you know, like even really one of the things we talk about is the fact that really their second ever TV appearance and Gene's first time really talking was Mike Douglas show. And that's obviously if you're if you're local to this area, we're outside of Philadelphia. That was right in Philly. When you think about it, that wasn't like a hip show or something. Mike Douglas was very popular, but like the people in the audience were housewives. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's why when they cut to the shots of this crowd, you're going, well, you know, maybe not the exact right audience, but clearly they were thinking they were on to something. I mean, they were very young at the time, you know, and obviously this is very early in the yeah, band. Yeah, well, you know, Bill LaCoyne and Neil Bogart, they were very, they were more into uh, mainstream media and entertainment. You know, Kiss wanted to be a rock band, but, you know, the management was all for, you know, trying to hit whatever audience they can get their hands on, you know. So any any show that would have them, I think they would book them on. You know, and that's one of those things where even they're on there and they, they kind of seem like a fish out of the water, maybe, um, you know, the, you know, but they're on there, which really kind of leads me into I want to talk about the Paul Lynn Halloween special because, no, OK, it's obviously it's October. And I think this is one of those events that really cemented Kiss and Halloween because there they were on the Halloween special. And as a young kid in 1976, man, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. When you watch it again now, it's pretty cheesy. <laughs> you know, they're lip syncing the songs. You know, you got, I mean, a cast of characters of the 70s, you know, everybody, I mean, obviously Margaret Hamilton, everybody knows the Wicked Witch of the West. But then you got Florence Henderson. So we got Mrs. Brady on Pinky Tuscadero. And, and she was going by Roz Pinky Tuscadero Kelly. So Ross, I was like, if yeah. you didn't know her, here's the, you know her because you watch Happy Days. And you had like Tim Conway and uh, Billy Barty was on there and Donnie Marie are on there. And the funny thing, I remember like, you know, I'm going to be an off-road trucker. <laughs> All these, like, if you haven't seen it, I mean, I know you can get it on Amazon, but if you haven't seen it, it's pretty cheesy. I mean, it's like, you know, and then here it was. You know, Margaret, I've always wanted to see Kiss. And she's like, well, you know, we have chamber music because we keep them in a chamber. And- I know how you got your name. You kissed and made up. You had a fight. Your parents told you to kiss and make up. <laughs> and then, and then we don't wear makeup. We don't wear makeup. And the funny thing, even with that, like you know, so when you think about it, you know, as far as TV, I mean, at the time, I mean, that was that kind of variety show. You know, they're producing those kind of things, and it was, you know, when you look at at it now, and you think, well, you know, even in 1976, and they're really kind of just breaking out. I mean, obviously, Beth was a big hit. At, at the time, and uh, you know, he wants to hear that song that's number one with a bullet, and it's like you know, he's they're going to go into Beth, 
And uh, but you know that's so to me it's always been it's never really been about where they were. It's that I was going to tune in and watch it. And I remember watching that, you know, being so thrilled. And then obviously that floated around as bootlegs for years. But then I did get that full DVD, and it's got the entire show. I like watching it at Halloween. I like putting it on. I was just about to start getting in the kiss. I knew who they were. But I wasn't fully like uh, ready to uh, get into it. I didn't really know everything about them yet. And I remember seeing the commercial for Kiss Meets the Phantom. And I remember seeing Gene spit the fire. And I freaked out. And I remember I was at my grandmother's house in Jersey. And I ran in the other room. I was like, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> and, and, and that was my first memory of seeing Kiss, I think, on TV. Then I remember buying magazines, and I remember my mom making me, uh, letting me stay up late to watch the Tom Snyder interview. I remember that in '79. I remember Kids of People too. All seeing all those live, you know. But like '76, I was that was before I was even into it. Well, even that—that's another good one. When you think about, uh, you know, obviously Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park, the Halloween special with Tom Snyder. That was their Halloween special. I'd love to right. see. You know, they were going to saw somebody on the. You know, on the crew in half. Do you want to, yeah, happened, you want to you see know? a member be sold in half? Absolutely. Absolutely, which <laughs> which ranks up there probably as one of the greatest interviews of the band, even though, you know, it, unfortunately a lot of them are ones that they kind of wince at. We talk about Kiss Meets the Phantom, which they hate. You know, they talk about yeah, the... Paul, uh, <laughs> Paul said at the premiere, like they were watching, and Paul was like, I just wanted to, like, you know, shrink in my seat. I, I couldn't even watch. But, you know, one of the things that Paul in Halloween special, even though it's lip-synced, I think has one of the coolest performances of Beth and because they're in that kind of cool haunted house and I'm going to steal this clip actually is from an old uh, an older episode of the podcast when we were talking about Resurrected Ken Mills talked a little bit about Beth now obviously it's a song that everybody knows um, but Ken do you have anything you'd like to add? There's a couple things I'd like to say first off um, I could never be uh, mad at a song that I danced uh, at a school dance with Jackie Garlock with <laughs> this I was wearing a horrible like maroon suit. I'm not kidding. It was a it was a maroon suit. Why would anyone need a maroon suit? And post pictures. No, I can't. And, yeah. and I remember my English teacher saying, "Go ahead, ask her. Go ahead." Like, there's, there's no way. There's no way. And I forget what song was playing. I think it was something by the Four Seasons, you know. And then and then just as Beth came on. I had stepped on the floor, and it was just like a scene out of a movie. There I'm, this chubby little kid in a stupid, ugly maroon suit with a yellow shirt. I did, like It was a gold-yellow-type shirt. And I walked across, and I said, Dance with me! And, and she did. And, and, and she kissed me, and it's the truth. And I could never have bad memories about this song so thank you Jackie uh, wherever you are if I hear you calling but I can't come home right now me and the boys are playing and we just can't find the sound just a few more hours and I'll be right home What can I do? Beth, what can I do? You say you feel so empty 
that our house just ain't a home That I'm always somewhere else And you're always there alone Just a few more hours And I'll be right home to you I think I hear them calling Oh Beth, what can I do? What can I do? heard ken mills i said let's off the podcast thanks ken ken you're the greatest um now the, there's a reason another reason why i picked that to play um obviously it's the pauline halloween special it reminds me of that for sure but that line me and the boys are playing right the one thing we're going to talk about a lot rock and roll hall of fame and what that means but Boom! first first chris ann's going to give some shout outs i do i keep seeing uh, joe favoroso Saying hi. Hi, Joe. Hey, Joe. Mikey. Yo, Mikey. Dude. We love you, Mikey. Anyway, I do have to say some birthday Chris wishes. Garber put on, he says, keep me coming. That's my fave. Keep me coming. Danger. So what? Keep me coming, yeah. See, look, you got a special, you know, acapella version. There you go. There you go. Right here. Right now. But I do have three birthday wishes to Gerald Moore. Happy birthday, Gerald. Suzanne Shaw. Susan Susan Stewart. We love you guys. Susan Stewart. Happy birthday. And happy anniversary, Mark and Gerald Moore. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) So we're thrilled everybody's tuned in. Obviously, John, we wish you could have made it down here with us. But obviously, hey, look, it's tough. You got to work. And, uh, you know, we're at work here in the Kiss Room. Um, This We miss you, John. Obviously, this (laughs) week, the big news was Kiss would be on the ballot again for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, they had been on before. Well, yay for that. So this is the return of Kiss to the ballot. Um, I put up on the on the kissroom.com. do I put well? That's that's gonna we're gonna kind of sum it up here because uh, I put a question up just asking for a uh, kind of a survey. What do people think? Now, obviously, as soon as they started that fan ballot. You saw people sharing the link and, oh, look, we need to get this and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's exciting. Um, I'm going to read these first and then I'm going to tell you what, you know, kind of what I think about it. And now Greg Muse, he put on first, he put, I must be in the minority because I could care. I couldn't care less. Uh, I'm in, I'm more interested in the month in this month's episode of The Kiss Room. Well, you know what? So am I. All right. So uh, Ricky Cook put, 
Kiss does get in. They need to effing, you know, tell them to F off or whatever. Now, Leonard, Leonard Goltz, he says, Kiss should snub the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame the same way the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has snubbed them. Well, yeah, I thought that would be cool. Like, I, and, and, like, what I was saying on my Facebook page this week was that the, the, the fame Hall of Fame should put them in just to see what happens, just to see the fireworks, just to see uh, the members fight, just to see who's going to show up. Well, you know, well, he, he, he goes on to say, he says the, it the could Hall be entertaining. of Fame, the Hall of Fame is ratings. Think joke. ratings, people. Why would they want to be part of it? Plus, they could be one of the few big rock acts that makes a stand against the joke of an organization and save themselves the hassle of which past and present members to bring. Blah blah blah. Joseph Simbelli, he's listening right now. He says it would be awesome, but I don't think it will happen. I have a billion questions running through my mind. Who would show? Would Eric's family? Family be there or Mark's, Vinny's, uh, makeup, no makeup. Um, I hate the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with a passion, but I want Kiss in. Arnie Slater put, uh, would, would love to see this happen. Does it matter? Not really. We know who and what Kiss is. My good friend Bob Brodsky, he says, well, if Sheik and Hall and Oates get in, it'll be one cool 70s concert. Other than the, the concert, I don't care. Kiss is in the Bob Hall of Fame, which, you know, that's that's a good one. And the last comment on it was from my brother, and he says, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is totally dopey. Oh, the music <laughs> you like is not good enough for us. If I want to look at a pair of, print, of pants that Prince wore, I can go to the Hard Rock. I don't care what anybody else thinks about the music that I like. So really... Right, you know, and, and going with just exactly what you're saying to me, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. First of all, they have snubbed Kiss for so long; it almost makes. And I'm surprised they're even on the ballot. Right. I, mean, I mean, how did, how do they wind up on the ballot? That's I mean, is is it the committee that says these are the people that you get to vote for, and then we're just going to ignore them anyway? Well, that's the thing. I mean, obviously, if you look at the list, I mean, the, the other one that everybody got really wound up, okay, it's Kurt Cobain, it's Nirvana. They're going to, they, I, you know, like I also, like I said in the Facebook thing, they could, they could, they could take a big pile of duty on top of Elvis's grave and they would be put in, you know, because they just like Rolling Stones babies. Well, then you had Linda Ronstadt and Peter Gabriel and Hall and Oates. Obviously, Philly Boys will give them a shout out. Uh, yes, Link Ray, the Zombies, um, in the repeat nominees, but who have not been in LL Cool J, NWA, not even Rock. I don't even know what they're doing on the list. No. Cat Stevens, The Purple, The Meters, the Paul Butterfield Blues Band, Chic. Yeah, you know. And then they make the note that uh, Nirvana is nominated for the first time, and if selected for induction, the band would enter the Hall of Fame almost exactly twenty years. <laughs> After frontman Kurt Cobain's suicide at age 27. So they'll get in on the sympathy vote. Guess what? Kiss Army needs to. Yeah, well, you know, if if Kurt Cobain was still alive, he would even admit that he was a Kiss fan. He, uh, Nirvana, was uh, very influenced by the Melvins, who were very big Kiss fans. And the equation would be that if there was no Kiss, there would be no Melvins, there would be no Nirvana. So just for that alone, Kiss belongs in the Hall of Fame. Just for the fact that they, you know, the, the, they should not be judged on talent. No band should be judged on talent when it comes to rock and roll. It should be judged on longevity and influence. And you cannot deny the longevity and influence of Kiss. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I'm not a fan of Peter Gabriel. But Peter Gabriel belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because of his longevity and his influence. Well, and I think a lot of it comes down to the, um, the I don't care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because I feel like, and I thought Bob's comment summed it up. 
I have all the coolest memorabilia. I know who's got all this stuff. Like I can still see it. Well, it's like we're so big, it's we're, big, we're big Howard Stern fans, and, right. if, and if and if you know if you're going to have a radio Hall of Fame and you don't right. put Howard Stern in, it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, exactly. It's like how can you ignore people that have really changed? The fact that they've waited this long to acknowledge Kiss kind of makes you go, I don't care at this point. You know, Kiss will outlive you know all of us. I mean, it's the kind of thing it will last forever. Now, the only thing I will say and. I do want them to get in for one reason. That would be a reason for a reunion of the original four. Now, like you said, would they get up and fight? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, right? Who Ace would show and Peter, up? Ace and Peter have said that they wouldn't do the movie because they didn't. They felt all disgruntled. There's obviously a lot of bad blood. I mean, right. obviously, there's a lot that goes on. And they're talking about the fact that, well, they didn't want to do the, that documentary because they felt it would be, you know, as a favor to Gene and Paul or whatever. Okay, and they right. don't want to do it. You can't recognize Kiss in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame without having the original four members. I don't care what anybody says. And at the end of the day, I would think that Ace and Peter would feel that they are now being honored by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's not Gene and Paul's decision. And here's, I'm going to just take a second. Here's how I think it should go. One thing that they need to remember, when they bring up the group for the award, we're not honoring the Spaceman, the Catman, the Demon, or the Star Child. It's Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris. Now, you've got to include Bruce Kulick. You can certainly, they should have tributes to Eric Carr. They should have a tribute to Mark St. John. I'd say Vinny should come. Vinny was a part of Kiss. I mean, absolutely, he should be there. Would they get up and fight? You know what? Come on, guys. We're all old enough to know. For one night, you celebrate what you've done. Put all lawsuits aside, put all bad feelings aside. You can write the book, whatever you want. But at the end of the day, 40 years later, the fact that we're still talking about Kiss, still cranking up Kiss, I always say the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in my car because I'm cranking that music every day. It will always be remembered. Some kid 50 years from now is still going to find a copy of Destroyer. It'll probably be on some kind of holographic thing that beams into your head. <sighs> you know, I mean, who knows what? But I mean, at the end of the day, it has to be a celebration of what was started by those four guys. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I mean, and now that Alice Cooper's in, because I, I, you know, I even like when everybody was screaming about Kiss being in the Hall of Fame from like 10 years ago. You know, I even said that Alice had to get in first. Alice was before Kiss. I mean, you know, we got to respect the order of things, too. You know, I mean, Alice uh, pretty much invented or is the godfather of like shock rock. So you had to get Alice in there first. Then you got Kiss who came after. You know, it's time. It's time just to get them in. And and if Rolling Stone was smart, instead of having like this vendetta against them, they should let him in and just sit back and watch the fireworks. And it's going to be uh, entertaining. Oh, and look, I mean, they're professionals. They should all be able to get up there and say their piece. I mean, obviously, like, you know, and look, I'm a fan of of Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer. And I like Kiss. I mean, there's a lot of people that are listening that are probably going, you know, we hate this or we only like this. And I know who you are because I read all your comments. But the fact is that, you know, really you, it's it's Kiss as a whole, but it's also Kiss as those four original members. And I think really what they... What you just mentioned, I think that would be a perfect thing. I think the people that should induct them when they get up... First of all, the video montage would be great. You get Alice Cooper and you get Nikki Six. Because oh, then you got the before, best friend, you got the before and after, after. kind of. It's like yeah. you know yeah, right. they were inspired. I mean, and that really is. I think it shows the kind of depth that 
what was going on because obviously Alice Cooper inspired them and then they inspired a legion of bands. Like even like you mentioned, those Nirvana, you know, all that Seattle band, they were fans of Kiss. But you know, also, I mean, everybody looks at like Kiss being snubbed all the time, but I think a lot of, uh, a lot of metal and hair bands have been snubbed. I don't think it's just Kiss. I mean, I think there's a whole genre of music that they're kind of snubbing. I mean, there's not a lot of people of the bands that we listen to that are in. Is Motley Crue in? Is, is Judas Priest in? Is, I don't think I mean, Priest. I don't Deep think... Purple's not even in yet. They're up, they're up again for nomination, but they're not in. They should have been in from day one. You know, I mean, uh, cheap trick. I mean, how can you put in a band like, you know, I mean, I think the replacements are on the list. Okay, the replacements are cool. They did a Kiss cover, but. You don't honor Cheap Trick yet? yet? I mean, come on. That's one of the most well-known bands on the planet. Right. I think really that's the thing. At some point, everybody knows who Kiss is. They don't need the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to be remembered. Now, I mean, if you listen last month, obviously you heard Dot tell her story. She was very proud, obviously. Her father was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You could say, that's cool. Your dad's in there. That's great. Man, they, I mean, they you know? created Rock and Roll. It's they cool. were the first ones. I mean, they have to be. In, but know? I mean, to not have Kiss in there just seems silly. So, I mean, that's, I think at the end of the day, the only thing that I want, I mean, would I even go there? Hey, maybe I'd go there. But like my brother had even posted, if you want to see the memorabilia, you can go to the hard rock that's on the wall. There's the guitar. I have a ton of stuff. I mean, I know a lot. I mean, everybody, if you're listening, a lot of you, you have all your favorite things that you're thinking about. You know, Kelly Kearse, she was lucky enough. She won that autograph. You put that on your wall. It's like having the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. All this stuff goes on and on and on. It's the kind of thing where, you know... I feel like that it really the only thing I want is that they do it. If they do it, it better not be embarrassing the way like when Van Halen went in and only Michael Anthony shows up and you go, well, it's like, you know, having a party for him and then they don't come. I mean, or even like when Guns N' Roses, I mean, you know, for what you ever want to say about Axel, that's the rock and roll thing is to say, I'm not coming. I was this, you know, when that happened, I was actually, I was actually like all upset and like, you know, thinking Axel was being an idiot. But now that I'm looking back on it, like he was probably right, and and Kiss was, Kiss should probably take the same stance. I mean, Paul and Gene for all the years that they were snubbed by Rolling Stone and the committee, you know, it would be a, a nice way to get back at them by not showing up. You know, okay, oh great, you know, you're putting us in now. Well, f you, I'm out of here. You know, it's I, like, I think that they'll all sh- they would show up if they were nominated. Yeah. They'll show up. Gene and Paul. Well, they would, would do it go. for the fans because that's a classy thing to do. I mean, they're not going to be like Axel, and but- it does sell a couple more records. You figure some somebody out there who goes, "Gee, I didn't know." I mean, Kiss was they always. I'll, I'll tell you, I read the funniest comment. You know, oh, Kiss is mediocre at best, and you go. Yeah, enjoy your flash in the pan bands. You know, it's like at some point, look, forty years of being a rock band. You know, most bands today. We were joking about it earlier in my office, and uh, I said, you know, think about fifty years from now who they're going to be inducting. Um, yeah, you know, I posted a video on YouTube. I was famous for four days. Oh, you're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now there's going to be no bands left. You know, it's like when you, oh, if they put in Carly Rae Jefferson or something, come on. I mean, at some point, you know, they, there's, they're going to run out of bands. But the, uh, you know, it's just fun. I mean, it's the kind of thing that you really think about that, uh, you know, where does it sit in history? Does anybody even care? I'd be curious, you know, post your comments on the Kiss Room Facebook, post them on my blog, things like that. I'm curious how people feel I picked I picked like my like my five of the list like I picked the five that I think should be in but then it's like 
going by that list, I'm like, well, this is who I pick, but this is what Rolling Stone would probably pick. And, you know, and they're probably going to pick Nirvana. They're probably going to pick NWA just because, you know, they were groundbreaking in that in, in rap, even though it's not rock. But they look at everything as like, it's, it's like a critics thing. It's like when Paul used to talk about, you know, it's like... Uh, uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and and yes, and like you know, good bands, but they're like critics' bands. They're not bands that you know you really have a rabid following like Kiss does. You know, it's there's a cool factor that's missing. You know, but you know, Rolling Stone, the Hall of Fame, it's all about critics' babies. You know, so I think that's. I mean, as we roll up toward five o'clock, and obviously you're listening to Monco Radio or Music of Minds Meet, I believe the Radcast is coming up at five o'clock, so we're almost out of time. But the uh, I think. That's to sum it up on my feeling on that is I'd like to see them do it only if we get a reunion of the original four. If they do it right. Now, if they get up there, I mean, you know, obviously, okay, if the current Kiss gets up there and just re- would accept, it's still Gene and Paul, but it's still, it wouldn't be quite and the, right. And, and, and that's the other thing, too. The Hall of Fame is such a sham, too, because if they're going to nominate somebody and they're going to they're gonna pick a band to put them in the Hall of Fame, they should specify these are the members we're acknowledging. I mean, it should be actually up to the Hall of Fame to say these are the people we're giving the award to, and well, these are the ones that have to show up. It's, it's, it's it tough. shouldn't be up to the band right. to say, "Oh, well, we don't want these guys." You I know? mean, it's tough because obviously, you know, it's like anything. If you've, I mean, you've been in enough bands now and gone yeah. through members. Oh of, yeah, you know, I mean, I know, they, I know what it, what it could be. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to to necessarily connect all the time. Right. Not everybody gets along, and obviously, everybody who's read Peter's book, he's not going to make it easy for them to, you know, necessarily be happy. I mean, obviously everybody you know it's 40 years but i think at some point you have to look at your life and say look we all created something great together in my mind the way that it goes is they would put up a uh you know they would play some video clip up on the big screen or whatever and then they would go to an image of the cover of destroyer on like a huge curtain and then that curtain lifts up and you got the four original members standing in front of now this destroyer picture it's the Vintage looking kiss, yeah. and then it's here they are. I mean, because it really is about it's like celebrating. Is Journey, is Journey in? I mean, if Journey was to be inducted, are they going to bring the Filipino? They, they, I mean, they are going to bring I mean, Steve Perry. You I bring mean, them, but it's you know? I mean, that's the thing. It's like you know, there's there's so many. That's even that the Van Halen, like I said, you know. Michael Anthony shows up and he's the only one not in the band anymore. And it's like the kind of thing where it, it's, you know, and then again, in, in the end of the day, it's almost an oxymoron because you say, you know, it's rock and roll, but it's clearly like this kind of establishment thing. And you go, well, it's, rock and roll is supposed to be kind of anti-establishment. And here we have a museum. You know, it's supposed yeah. to be a little more dangerous. And I like the idea that maybe, you know, in 50 years, some kid who never heard a kiss, he walks in and goes, gee, mom, you should buy me a kiss album. But you know what, Mom? You should have bought it for him already. <laughs> right. So you know what? We're running out of time. Uh, obviously, we're coming up on Halloween. We talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about the Kiss Cruise. Uh, one thing I'm going to mention is uh, this is actually a band that you should probably all know. They'll be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's a band called Clashing Plaid. I love them. And the song is called Be My Back Girl. Now, the reason I'm playing this is obviously we're heading up toward Halloween any of you that are, you know, all you women out there dressing as Batgirl this year, you can go to thekissroom.com. There's a contact page. You can send those pictures to the Kiss Room. You're listening to the Kiss Room on Monco Radio. Where music <laughs> we want to see you, Batgirls. <laughs>
That's right. So that's Clashing Plaid. Go to clashingplaid.com. Any of you back girls out there, you know what to do. Um, obviously, we're kind of running out of time. we got a lot to talk about, things that we didn't even talk about. I mean, obviously, Ace is going to be at the Chiller Expo. In, uh, it's October 25th to 27th. Uh, along with Bo Derek, and it's funny if you look at their page, if you go to it's like chillertheater.com, they got that classic picture of Bo Derek in that 10 outfit, and you go, still looking good to me. Hey, so uh, I know, yeah. Chris Ann, you got some things you want to say? Let's go to you. Oh, no, that's, that's no, okay. go. Anyway, go. I just I wanted to say, um, I, I want to show that a special thanks to Levin, um, uh, Britt, Tommy Thayer, and there's a reason behind this, Chris Giordano, Dottie. Eric Todd Rocks, um, Den, Bill, and Billy May, and the guys from Kiss Nation. That I made it to my first um, New Jersey Expo, and I had a ball. Yeah, I Expo was cool. That Tell was us your Tommy Thayer story. I that was so funny. I'm standing there trying to get something to drink, and here, side door opens up, and security guard walks out. Tommy Thayer walks out. Tommy Thayer is about ten feet tall. He is enormous. <laughs> He stops, he turns me around, he gets a hold of my shoulders, turns me around and says, are you, he's got a hold of my shoulders, he says, are you having a good time? <laughs> and I said, and I kept looking up and up and up and yeah, I'm having a great time, thank you. And he just kind of like looked at me like he thought he knew me from somewhere. And I just, and he said, great. And he just walked away with that. And I was like, okay, these poor people spending all this money, you know, and, and, and you guys waiting free in little line. Meeting. Waiting in line for the best story. For this meeting. That was that's kind of cool. But did you hear about Lon? Lon, our favorite uh, Kiss fan, Lon was in the bathroom with Tommy Thayer no. at his moment. No, yeah. no. Um, you hear that story? No. Yeah. He, he, here, at the end, Lon was there helping um, his friend with a table, and and at the end of the expo. He goes in the bathroom and he's and he's and he's washing his hands at the sink. And he looks up in the mirror and here who comes walking in is Tommy Thayer. <laughs> no, and Lon, you know everybody knows like Lon is like a completely like original Kiss only. That's you know he was wearing a shirt that had the original names. You know like this is all it's about. And here he looks in the mirror and Tommy Thayer is behind him and all he could come up with was. <laughs> he had the perfect opportunity to say what he wanted to say, but you know, he just looked at the mirror and went, oh. If you only know Lon through Facebook, he seems like he comes off pretty rough. I would love to actually have him on the show. Uh, he is a hardcore original Kiss fan. Yeah. He is definitely, he is original Kiss, and that's about it. And after about 1979, forget it. He's brutal. But he was there. I mean, he's got all those stories. He saw them a bunch of times. I, You know, that's a funny story. See, that's, uh, you know, it's... Uh, I don't know if I'm his Facebook friend because I don't want every one of my Kiss posts having him bash the oh, current yeah. band. But, you know, and Tommy gets a lot of heat. Every time I ever met Tommy Thayer, he's been very nice. And it's funny. I'll tell you um, one quick story because we're almost out of time. But on the reunion tour, we were up at Madison Square Garden. And we're walking down the, the hallway. We're right out there. And I see him coming walking up. He's working. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's just working, right? Now, of course, most people at that point didn't even know who he was. But I, of course, you know, I say to him, hey, Tommy, what's up? And he's, oh, hey, cool. Like, he didn't even be recognized. I said, so, okay, so when's the black and blue reunion? And he says, 
Probably never. And he starts laughing. We could hear him laughing all the way down the hall. It was really That's funny. funny. But the now Brandy posted. She said, I just started tuning in a little after four. Was there a winner? Yes. Kelly Kearse. You were the winner of the uh, Kelly. You will get that Eric Carr autograph. Hey, Lydia, Brandy. Lydia's uh, listening. Yes, you can send those pictures to the Kiss Room. Jimmy Z. Okay, Jim Zagel. That's my buddy. He lives right near me. He says, I rode out to Sturgis in 2008 to see Kiss, and I stopped at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they wanted us to check our cameras and cell phones in the basement no cameras allowed so i said f you and i left i'll see lydia on the cruise and uh we gotta say hello to candy and uh, lydia i'll see you on the cruise and i see jimmy love up there jimmy love is the cat man from kistery and speaking of kistery we're playing tomorrow night october 19th at trick shot in clifton park new york see you tomorrow jimmy See, that's and it's funny. One last thing on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Kelly Wagner says, my bestie was there a few years ago, said no cameras or cell phones and no touching anything or near the display. She said visually it was cool, but she felt like she was in on an elementary school field trip, which does not sound very rock and roll to me. So, uh, okay, so we're just about out of time. We got all your shout outs in. We got your I Tommy did. Thayer story. We didn't really talk a lot about the expo. That was like last month. But, I mean, that was obviously a lot of people posted a lot of pictures. Very cool stuff for that. Um, a lot of people, I know that there's more people that want to talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, we're back again next month. Obviously, check thekissroom.com for all that info. Uh, one thing right before we go, I want to say, look, we do broadcast live here on Monco Radio. I'm thrilled that so many people do tune in live. I know it's tough. A lot of you listen to it on the download later because you're at work. But Monco Radio is real cool. If you want to tune in during the week, if you go to the show schedule on MoncoRadio.com, you're going to see there's just a lot of different shows. There's a lot of different genres of shows. Um, they have a lot of fun here on Monco Radio. It's real cool. You can check that out. Support the other shows, not just the Kiss Room. I know we get a lot of listeners. You know, it would be nice if you want to check out some of the other shows, too. Um, so thank you to everybody who tuned in today. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Now, if that's you, hey, thank you very much. Um, obviously, check thekissroom.com. Have a happy Halloween. Enjoy the Kiss Ooh. Cruise. If anybody's on the Kiss Cruise and they want to take a picture of themselves with their Kiss Room, I love the Kiss Room banner, and send me that. I'm just going to put that I'll out there. I'll be looking for them. I'll be looking for all you Kiss Room people, and I'll call you a winner, winner, chicken dinner you know, we, if we get to take a picture we might, together. Yeah, we might have to come up with some kind of prize for that. I mean, that would be pretty We're gonna cool. We're going to start singing, take me down below. You know, it's, it's, it's all about fun. I mean, obviously, this time of year is a great time for Kiss. I want to thank Chris Ann, and I want to thank Chris G yeah. for being here. Thank you, Matt. See you soon. Go out and see uh, Kistery coming right up. If you're listening live, obviously, you can see them this weekend, or you can see them, and we're going to have uh, everybody here. Let's see. Uh, Brandy says, hi, Chris. Thanks for making it. Uh, hey. What's up, Brandy? So she's listening. What's the rest of her comment there? It's on Facebook. Uh, I love it. Ready? She says, uh, let's see, duh, duh, I can't even read her comment. Okay, well, anyway, we're out of here because we're out of time. I think the Radcast is next if they come in. Obviously, Brandy look, feels famous. It's the kind of thing where you got all these different people coming in. Yeah, thanks for making me feel famous. I like it. I'm glad. It. We like to have, you know, we started off the show by sharing Andrew's kiss story. If you have a cool kiss story, send it to me. I love reading that kind of stuff. I mean, that's why I started this. Originally, the whole idea was just to share kiss stories. You know, you can agree. We can disagree. We can talk about the Hall of Fame. You can do whatever you like. I like sharing that kind of stuff. We play a little music. It's two hours of fun for me every month, which I'm thrilled about. 
And really, it is all about the Kiss Army. I mean, obviously, there's a ton of different shows. There's tons of stuff. If you look on the links page on my uh, on thekissroom.com, or even I'm going to turn the microphone over to Ken Mills. He's going to talk a little bit more about it. Thanks for listening, everybody. You're in the Kiss Room on Monco Radio, where music and minds meet. Ken, what do you have to say? Check out these ads for the following shows. We're proud to call these guys the friends of the Podkiss Network. We are one. That's right, Kiss Army. We're having a rock and roll party, and you are invited. Tune into the Strange Ways Kiss Podcast and hang out with your Kiss Army brothers, Jody Habnock, Clinton Harris, and D Rock. Join us where we celebrate and discuss the gods of thunder. That's Strange Ways Kiss Podcast. You can find us on Facebook or Podomatic.com. We'll see you there. This is a really big moment. I'm Cassius Morris, host of KISS podcast, Creatures of the Net. Our show content includes current events of the hottest band in the land, exclusive interviews, and the trials and tribulations of being a KISS fan. You can check out our show at www.creaturesofthenet.com and on Facebook or Twitter. And if you don't know the website name by now, we'll see you here. History Science Theater, the most civilized? Oh, Oh, f- <laughs> come on! Respectful. Just imagine Gene it's with like, like a with like a washtub bass. Boom, 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 boom. And serious. No wait. Excuse me, Bob. You're gonna come over and do my album. <laughs> Kiss podcast on the web. History science theory. We bust balls because we care. Doctors define modern rock disorder as a sudden, intense drop in musical taste affecting all facets of the victim's lives and the lives of those around them. Over 20 million Americans suffer. Do you? Is your newfound love of Axe body spray, leather wristbands, and mountains of hair care products driving those close to you crazy? Has your overwhelming desire to crank Nickelback, drink a sixer of Natty Ice, and yell at girls from the back of a pickup truck seriously impaired your work or social life? The Decibel Geek Podcast offers new hope. The Decibel Geek Podcast, the only podcast proven effective for MRD. The Decibel Geek Podcast corrects the chemical imbalance created by listening to bands like Theory of a Dead Man and Three Doors Down, so that with time and your hosts, Chris and Aaron's help, you can move toward recovery. MRD hurts. The Decibel Geek Podcast can help. Visit www.decibelgeek.com to begin the road to recovery. It's time for some cheap talk. You're listening to Trick Chat. Their mommy's all right. Their daddies are all right. They just seem a little weird. They even got their Kiss records out. This is Ken from the Podkiss. Join me, Matt, Andrew, and BJ as we talk about four great guys and three great chords. Cheap trick. If you're a KISS fan, chances are you've checked them out. So please check out our show, Cheap Talk with Trick Chat, available for now in the podcast feed. Keep cheap tricking. Someone, somewhere, is needing to hear from you. Someone needing to know that you care. Care enough to give the gift of podcast. Tell a friend about Podkiss today. Download us on iTunes. 
friend us on Facebook, and rock your ass out. Podcast. You have been one hell of an audience tonight. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause? tell you something you know a lot of bands like to brag about their fans now naturally you better believe we brag about you but we want you to know something we want you to know we know that you are our fans but don't you ever forget we are your fans we love you Thank you for listening to The Kiss Room. Stay tuned to Montco Radio. Any last minute crazy things you want to say to conform with expectations? But I will say something to anybody out there that's, you know, the weird guy or the weird girl that always has the weird things that they do that their friends put them down for. Don't think it's so weird. Maybe someday somebody will let you give you the chance to make a living out of it. You just stick to it. You'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs>